0: And this is Rob. And you're listening to How Much Do We Love, Episode 129. Welcome. Welcome to fall.
1: Oh, fall.
0: The best season. It is
1: the best season.
0: But that's not what we're going to talk about today.
1: What are we going to talk about then?
0: Well, I thought we should maybe recap some of um, our feedback from last our last episode. Oh,
1: yes. Irrational phobias.
0: Yeah, so we got some... Um, some of you guys wrote in and told us some of your irrational phobias and we thought I'm not alone. Them. No, you're not. And yours is certainly not the um strangest.
1: <laughs> well, people kept saying too that they like or maybe they're just being nice to me. They're like, <laughs> I can totally understand why someone would be but maybe they were just being now that I think about it, they were probably <laughs> just being nice to me. <laughs> Oh, uh,
0: well, uh, listener Lauren is afraid of antlers and horns.
1: Mm. That's tough because there's a lot of decorating things right now have a woodland theme.
0: Yeah. And also she does not like um, pipes and plumbing, like fixtures and like bathtub. Mm. No, not not fixtures, but like drains uh-huh. and pipes. But she's also kind of a clean freak. So she says it makes it very difficult for her. Yeah. Yeah. Um Jolene has a hard time with spit,
1: oh, okay.
0: When she sees someone spitting, she starts freaking out like the spit is going to attack her and she won't be able to get it off of her.
1: Ooh, okay,
0: I know I mean no one likes spit right i'm gonna no. I'm gonna go ahead and think it's no. safe to say that there's no one who's like has a spit fetish. actually, I don't know that that's safe to say that. That's <laughs> It sounds horrible. Text, Our Facebook undo, page is lighting <laughs> up right now. I, know, undo it. I, didn't I it that love way. it. How dare you? Oh, gross. Um, I'm not judging. Yes, I am a little. Um, A
1: little. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not
1: judging you judging.
0: Okay. I'm totally judging. Not, I'm not <laughs> judging Jolene because I think an irrational fear of spit is actually pretty rational. Spit's germy and gross. I don't like it either. And also, it's just kind of rude when people spit on the street, you know? Come on. No. Gross. I'm walking here. Um Sarah does not not me. This is a different Sarah in case it was unclear. She kind of What do you ha- mean?
1: You always talk about yourself in the third person.
0: <laughs> she She Sarah does not is so
1: hungry. <laughs> oh, Sarah is oh. so tired. Sarah is tired. Sarah could
0: just punch something. She's so tired right now. Literally. Doof. <laughs> um <laughs> No, so this other Sarah, Sarah B, <laughs> is totally grossed out by cotton balls being pulled apart. Oh. She says she can feel it in her bones.
1: So, like Easter was a real tough time as it, in the craft room at preschool for her. She's like, ah, "I will not put a
0: cotton tail on my rabbit. Absolutely not. I love cotton balls. I like them almost too. as much as Q-tips because mm. they're kind of in the same family.
1: I have very little use for cotton balls, but I love the look of cotton <laughs> balls in a jar in my bathroom right so there they sit yes and I, love... I don't i don't have makeup remover i don't use clearacel or, or, or...
0: i don't use well, them for anything but i kind of wish that i did i wish yeah. i had a like a, a and sort of obsessive use for them like i do the q-tip
1: what was so it so that cool. when you were teenagers though that was the anti-pimple thing that you had to he use a cut
0: you would use stridex an ast- yes. no stridex was a was pad, a pad. It was um, various astringents. Yeah,
1: it was a really strong astringent that I used that I remember going through lots of cotton balls.
0: Yes, and you can picture them doing it on the commercial. I'm I'm reenacting it right now. I like cotton balls. I'm sorry, Sarah. But maybe maybe you like cotton balls, just not having them being pulled apart. But Marie also wrote on the Facebook page that she came to the Facebook page because she wanted to say that she had a hard time with cotton balls and that she she thought she and her cousin were the only other people, well, only people in the go. world who thought it was weird. And she she was delighted to know that she was not alone.
1: Well, we are healing people.
0: We are, bringing, One. We are <laughs> we're bringing, bringing people together. You know what? I bet you guys could start a Facebook group about that. Actually, I bet there might be a Facebook group about
1: that. Oh, I love it.
0: You should check it out. All right. <laughs> and then Ashley... Uh, does not like any sort of glass stairs or glass floor. I'm with you. And frankly, I understand that. It's also sort of like a grate, walking on a grate, creepy.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, they have that new thing in the Sears Tower, which is now called the Willis Tower, where they have the new observation deck has like three feet of glass that you can step out into. It's like a a friggin' bay window in the top of the Sears Tower. No. Now, it makes for a really cool picture, but... I'm not that scared of heights, but no way.
0: Well, here's the thing. It seems that Ashley lives in Chicago because she mentioned the Michigan Avenue Banana Republic as an example.
1: I know. (laughs) I hate those stairs. (laughs) Oh, I I have been known to take the elevator in that very Banana Republic.
0: How do you feel about the glass elevator?
1: I like a glass elevator. I, I do, too. 'Cause I like being able to see the machinery.
0: It's weird when it's outside. You know how sometimes it's like mm-hmm. on the outside of the building? That's a little disconcerting. But I like like in a in a hotel atrium Yes. the glass elevator is enjoyable. But you here's know what like, I'm picturing oh.
1: when you said hotel atrium.
0: Um no, Drury Lane the, the, Oak Brook. <laughs>
1: the Drury Lane out at the Drury Lane Oak Brook, which is uh has a hotel yes. it's out in the suburbs of chicago but it's also where a theater is where both sarah and i have worked and if you're having a drink there afterwards there's always people who get into that elevator <laughs> and they start kissing as if no one can see them it's but totally clear it's totally a clear glass <laughs> and they're like totally mashing
0: you're like get a room wait you
1: have a room oh, get in one. your room <laughs> wait five more seconds <laughs>
0: Oh, but I should also say that Ashley finds her uh, glass stare and glass fluorophobia particularly irrational because she graduated as a structural engineer. Oh, OK. Um, And then I think one of my favorites is from Wesley and his irrational fear is Jeremy Irons. OK. He thinks he's really scary. He is scary. He is a little scary. Remember? He's
1: the voice of Scar. Let's not forget that. But remember,
0: back in the day, he was like the hot, sexy kind of movie star guy. And then he got kind of weird looking. looking. I mean, he kind of changed. Yeah. Not for the better. No. Jeremy Irons. Scary.
1: Well, you would scream if you ran into Jeremy Irons. Like, he was just in your garage one day.
0: Rob, what if you saw a statue of Jeremy Irons?
1: You have just... (laughs) cut through to the core of me how <laughs> dare you and he's chewing a wooden popsicle stick
0: what if there was a statue of jeremy irons on a glass staircase
1: no no thanks <laughs>
0: no, thank you we'll have to go to a different store please i cannot enter yeah. <laughs> thank you oh jeremy irons i've taken it too far um so i think that's everybody i may have missed a few but um thank you for sending those in i find them thoroughly entertaining. Yes. in a supportive way,
1: and keep sending more in. If you if you if you didn't think that we actually read these things, you should. Oh, we totally go ahead. do. We
0: hey, love it. If you see a statue that you think might be particularly scary, for oh Rob,
1: god, what are you doing?
0: Take a picture of it and email oh, it to it us. Come on, is it okay in photo form? Isn't that okay? I thought it was more the life size.
1: It's more the <laughs> life size, and it's more not being prepared for it.
0: Okay, so put in the subject of the email, warning, statue photo inside, Yeah, people, and then you'll be prepared. Yeah, that's you good. can hold your hand up sure, to shield your eyes. That's
1: eye. what I do. I, I know.
0: Actually,
1: <laughs> when I'm driving with Doug and I know a statue is coming, I put my hand up, like 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 the sun visor. Yes, that I I can
0: compl- I'm, I'm imitating it right now at my computer here in California. Yep. I'm going to get to maybe see it next week in Chicago for a brief visit.
1: Oh, just wait until I am in Washington, D.C. I know. Statue Central.
0: They should just call it Statue D.C. Yeah. That's all they have there.
1: Yeah. Monuments and statues. It is.
0: It really is. Oh, goodness. All right. So that was worth revisiting. Um, Also, we talked about the ice cream sandwich, and I went to see the social network the other Sunday at 10 a.m., which is also my new favorite time to go to the movies, Sunday morning. There's a mini oh. how much to be loved that we didn't talk about. First of all, $6. Ooh. Six. When is a movie ever $6? Because you never can go to, if you have a, re- well, maybe it is for you, but I, for the nine to fivers, you can't get to a matinee during the week. And then on the right. weekends, the reg, you know, once you get to like noon, it's regular price. So yeah. that to me is enjoyable. And no one's there.
1: Wow, love yeah. it.
0: I know, it's great. Actually, you know who's there? It's the people who really want to see a particular movie, but just don't want to deal with the crowds anymore. So it's usually kind of a very specific, you know, appropriate for the movie audience, but who just did not want, who's too old to do the wait in a line on a Friday night.
1: Yeah, no you know? thanks.
0: So anyway, at, as I was walking into the theater, and we probably put a picture of this on the Facebook page, there was a sign for a new store at the mall ice cream sandwich store. Mm just ice cream sandwiches like cookie cookie sandwiches and they had different ice creams and then different touches of fancy that they they were rolled in different things like chips and sprinkles and whatnot delicious i know i didn't get one because it was 10 a.m but i thought it was appropriate since we had just talked about that so let's talk about some new stuff
1: um some other things we love yes well it is fall yes and we love f- fall TV, and we talked a little bit how we get excited about fall TV. We did. So, do I think we should share some successes and some, and some maybe some recommendations and things we're enjoying okay.
0: thus far? So, you guys know I record everything. Yes. Now I'm behind. There's a lot of stuff I haven't even started. So, I have I'm like a little behind too. Now. So, we
1: might have to have like another, like, uh, we might we might get back to you on this a little bit.
0: Right. Cause everything yeah. started at once and then my family was visiting for a week and blah blah blah. But then also some a lot of it I just have had a hard time getting excited about watching. And frankly, I don't think I really like any of the new shows.
1: Oh ho ho. Interesting. I
0: know. Look who you're talking to. I'll watch anything. Yeah. You know what I kinda liked? Lone Star. And guess what got cancelled after two episodes.
1: It was the first cancellation of the Falls. I
0: know. And bleep, my dad says is still on. <laughs> now, granted, I haven't seen it. Maybe it's funny. I'm just thinking it's probably not.
1: Yeah, it doesn't seem like it is. No,
0: I thought it was good. I liked it. So let's see. Um, and you know what? Even some of the returning shows, like the House season premiere, not good. Yeah. And I have now two, the two, you know, following ones after that, and I can't bring myself. I haven't been motivated to watch them because the first one just knocked the wind out of my sails
1: um have you
0: watched anything new that you're liking
1: i have recorded
0: new Mm
1: -hmm. um mike and molly yeah yeah when i get it got eh reviews and i do like
0: her so much
1: i love her we love her from what she was on the gilmore girls right she
0: was she was um... she was
1: so good in samantha who
0: Yes, she was in the Gomo Girls. She's in Samantha, who she's a delightful actress and also she's has- got that
1: whole like as Marbles, her yes. online personality. And if you don't know what Marbles is, I think we've talked about it on the show. Even. Marbles
0: Har- Har- Hargrove,
1: Marbles Hargrove, she's just hilarious character on YouTube that I'm obsessed with.
0: And you would never know that it's Melissa McCarthy. I think that's her name. But the yeah. show, I got to say, I mean, it was cute, but it was just it was kind of like Dum dumb sitcom to me, and I deleted this. Season. Yeah, yes, I deleted it.
1: You already did.
0: I did. I let it go.
1: Um, I'm, and when I also I I don't know what even compelled me to do so. I started recording No Ordinary Family.
0: Okay, I, that's what I'm holding on to. Now here's the th- so it's about because I'm just family. geeky
1: enough to like I, I'll i dig that kind of like superhero part of it.
0: Yes, it's it's okay so far. There's been two. It's very um, it has a little bit of a like ABC Family network feel to yeah it. it's kind of
1: like real life Incredibles at some points
0: yes and I think it's just it's still pretty expository at the moment but um I like all the people on it are likable it's it's Michael Chiklis you know the commish but playing like an affable good time you know schlumpy dad which is very different for him and Julie Benz who was on she was Drus- not Drusilla the other one on Buffy what was her name I haven't mm, Buffy. The blonde one. I'm gonna have to look that up because there's Buffy fans across the world now going, Sarah, you know what's her name. Um Julie Benz, Julie Benz. Julie Benz, say something while I'm looking it up.
1: Um <laughs> Oh, well, I did love that the first episode of Thirty Rock Fall Premiere, she basically did a How Much Do We Love episode. Yeah, yes. she oh. said her her three favorite things were Ina Garden sweater weather and when muppets present at award shows i was like that sounds like
0: we could do that episode we've actually done two of two of the three and we may have even talked about the muppets
1: i i wouldn't go so far to say uh
0: we probably did because i may have told the story about how i was a member of the muppet show fan club
1: and that also actually makes me think of because thinking about muppets presenting at awards show makes me think of like a full-size muppet Yes. Like when they show Kermit full size. Right. Which makes me think of when you were guest hosting on The Daily Purge, which I want to tell you was a hilarious episode.
0: Oh, thanks. It was fun.
1: It was fun for me to listen to a show that I'm usually on that I wasn't on. I was like, this is really fun. We were both
0: like, we're used to talking to Rob.
1: (laughs) Well, and I was, it was weird for me to be uh, listening but uh but I, I loved it. Oh, I loved good. it. And so I hope everyone I hope everyone's still listening to the Daily Purge over there. John is still putting out great episodes yeah, and I'm gonna time. join him whenever I can.
0: Right, I'm just interjecting to say Darla. Yes. Thank you, Darla. I had to get that off Darla. my chest. Darla from Buffy and Angel. That
1: was a long time of Buffy fans screaming Darla. <sighs> it was. In-
0: and you know that they were. The tread- <laughs> Buffy fans listeners, were you screaming Darla? You're an idiot, Sarah, to, to your iPod. Yes. Yes. Drusilla. Was there even a Drusilla? I think there was. She had she had like a bad fake accent and was kind of had dark hair. Yes, there was Juliet Landau. Okay. Resume discussion. Resume. <laughs> Resume.
1: Other awesome fall things. I know that there's not a lot of people who are big daytime TV people like mm-hmm. I am. But I gotta tell you the last season of Oprah is amazing. Is she pulling out all the stops. All the stops. Every single episode has been amazing.
0: Oh, I'm going to have to add the season pass. It's good. I had it, and then I deleted it because I just I felt pressure to watch them all every day. Sure. Well,
1: but uh, that's one that I like. All my daytimes, though, and I record a lot of daytime TV, uh, like talk shows like Ellen and, and Oprah and Martha. But I go through very quickly and see who they have as their guests, and that's usually how I decide.
0: Mm. Now, some of the returning shows we're enjoying. Survivor has been good this season. There's yeah, what very, do you think? Oh, there's some very unlikable people.
1: Well, there's also so far we're getting a lot of the old tribe. I feel like we're seeing a lot of them.
0: And the crazy girl from the other tribe. Yeah. Horrible. She's a terrible person. She's horrible. What's
1: her name? Nay. Nayanka.
0: Yes, she's, Nay. she's horrible. Survivor people. Well, now the funny thing is that Marty, who's kind yes. of curting out, he used to work with a bunch of friends of mine he's from silicon valley he used to work at a big tech company here so Love that's it. weird yes um so that's a bit more weird for them than for me but still i feel it's weird by the transitive property for me and the amazing race has been really good all of the last this last episode kind of boring but the first couple i mean you can't have beat that watermelon to the face the watermelon
1: to the face was one of the most brilliant things i've seen
0: it people you should just go to hey Doug. Uh, Hey, is it I'm, gonna, I'm gonna,
1: uh, yeah, it's CBS.
0: CBS. Go to CBS.com.
1: <laughs> running out of juice. And, and are you I'm sending also Doug to
0: get you another drink.
1: A power, well, a power cord, and I'm literally out of juice. I know. I was like, which kind
0: of juice? Wait,
1: Doug Peck ladies and gentlemen. Hello. Jeff, Doug. Jeff nominated musical director.
0: <laughs> Jeff award winning, right? Award winning, yes. and he's got three nominations. Share some right. with other people. That's yeah. too many. <laughs> not, not this year. Stop being he, so
1: good He doesn't think he's going to win this year And I said I will rip the Jeff Award out of it No, that's not true That's probably not true Well,
0: anyway, I'm going to get Ernesto to get me some juice He's a well, cute, cute award-winning cute cat He would if he could, I bet, for himself yeah. um, But wait, what were we saying?
1: Um, Survivor No, it's, Amazing Race Amazing
0: Race, yeah, so people to Go face. to CBS, I'm sure you can find this clip it's, it's on from-
1: YouTube as well
0: it's amazing. <laughs> this they have to use a sort of giant slingshot to haul a, to shoot a watermelon across a field. they in England somewhere to knock down like a suit of armor, and there's a sort of misfire situation where it um, ends up hitting a, a girl in the face. It's amazing.
1: It's amazing. When,
0: she was okay. They laugh about it now. It's okay for us to laugh. But when when she. When I actually
1: saw it, I'm like, "That really took some doing," yes. because she had to pull back on it, shoot it, let the slingshot go ahead, rotate the watermelon, <laughs> hit the watermelon. It was going so fast, grab it and sling it back, and explode. hit her right in the face and explode. explode. Like
0: the sheer—you couldn't.
1: No, like like the guys on Jackass could never have tried to make that happen.
0: No, it was amazing. I mean, at first, you're like, oh, God, she has to have a broken nose. And you can't really tell where it exactly hit her. But she... Oh, I think and
1: was right in the kisser.
0: She was a trooper. She just finished that challenge.
1: Oh, but she didn't want to. Well, her, friend, I her was friend, but stars, like, yeah. I can't move. Her friend's like, I'm sorry, there's no out.
0: They don't call it the Amazing Race for nothing.
1: Which is the most genius thing ever.
0: I love them. They're two so, Home Shopping Network hosts, and I love them.
1: But second episode, I was like, oh, this is kind of boring. Now, who am I rooting for? Then I, at first, hated the, like, Glee Club, acapella singing boys. I'm like, like, oh, God. Just giving giving musicians, again, like, the fuzzy end of the lollipop like we're just gonna yay we're all nerds right but then i was like oh no i would be hanging out with you i think Uh, they're kind
0: of they're kind of good yeah
1: they're hilarious they're funny they're nice too yeah like when they couldn't get the antenna set up for the family they're like we're really sorry yes so (laughs) we're liking
0: survivor and the amazing race returning shows but there's another new show that we're both enjoying that's in the same sort of reality vein and that is my friend's this top chef just desserts.
1: Just desserts.
0: Now, it's not so dramatic. It's not, yeah, I was gonna say the cooking so aspect of it, it's not that interesting, but for some reason they have cast an array of kooks. Like, there was one person who was, I mean, he was mentally unstable. He had a mental issue. Yeah. And at first it made for a really good TV and then, then he just couldn't, he snapped and he had, to, he had an anxiety attack and they called an ambulance and he had to leave. I mean, he full on lost it. Yeah. But all kinds of drama and craziness. Yeah. Good. It's enjoyable. I like, it. um,
1: who do you like on that? Like who
0: I like, um, gosh, I just watched it this morning. I can't think of anyone but the people I don't like. That's not a good sign. I like That's... who's on it now.
1: There's Zach, who's super flamboyant. Oh, he's
0: cute, yeah. Oh, and oh, Morgan, dreamy.
1: Morgan, dreamy. Oh, in...
0: and then he made the ice cream cookie thing for his son, and he cried about it. Hello, cute dad.
1: Yeah, Oops. total Clark Kent.
0: Yeah, he is adorable. I like Um,
1: name. I like, uh, and I'm going to say his name wrong, it's like yugit, nougat.
0: Yes, I think he's yeah. Tur- Turkish. Yes, he's from San Francisco, super. actually. He's from out here.
1: Super cute. I like when they show him getting ready in the morning shirtless. As I do that, I've got to tell you, I'm going to level with you. That is one of the things I li- live for in reality television is like the brushing your teeth shots. Yes. I'm like, cute to see boys in their underwear. Well,
0: and like Crazy Seth, the guy who went crazy, he yeah. had a crazy body, but he was yeah. crazy it was too did not cancel it was not enough to cancel out the crazy and he had like an enormous like banner tattoo across his back which is disconcerting all right so people are there any of the new shows that you're into yeah i watched i mean i the event i'm just saving it i'm waiting for people to tell me it's worth watching i haven't started it
1: you know what everyone at at my uh job is going nuts for but it's kind of Eh, for me, because I don't have cable, is Boardwalk Empire. Oh,
0: that is good. Yes. Everyone's kind of going
1: nuts over that, which uh, for me, like HBO shows don't count because I don't get them until
0: like DVD time.
1: A year later when they're on DVD.
0: Yes, that is a good one. It's about um, Atlantic City at the start of Prohibition. So it's sort of the start of. Yeah. Organized Steve Buscemi. Crime. Is, yeah. Steve Buscemi is the um, uh, treasure city treasurer. Um, lots
1: of uh, lots of chicago character actors who have recently moved to new york are finding their way into that show so that's another exciting thing a lot well, of people around the green room table are talking about colleagues
0: that's a good one it's it's got off to a little bit of a slow start and it's it's they're sort of creating a very sort of complex world so there's a lot of setup yeah um but it's beautiful to look at it's a little violent there was a couple scenes in the first episode that were a little tough for me but um but it's, well, it's, I like I like
1: Spartacus, so, you know, I'm OK with the violin. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, it's more like Sopranos style. You know, well, I think when it's they look more like people like Spartacus yeah. was a long time ago. It cartoons. doesn't seem like real people.
1: Well, it looked like cartoons when it was happening.
0: Yes, exactly. This was like um, a woman getting beaten up by her husband. It wasn't good. But he got his in the end. That's all I'll say. Uh, I'll let, <laughs>
1: uh, right. <laughs> So, so allegedly, um that's a good one.
0: Yes, that is that in fact is a good one I had forgotten. But at the same time, it's not like a it's very serious and you have to really pay attention. So I have to sort of set aside time for that. So I, I haven't just, seen last week's up. yet, yeah. Um but I'm gonna say the of the new sort of reality shows, the top chef just Desserts, my favorite.
1: And that kind of brings us to our next topic because one of the contestants on that, Eric. Mm-hmm works at um a bakery in Brooklyn called Baked.
0: Oh I didn't realize that was him.
1: Well he is a pastry chef there. He is not one of the co-creators of the he doesn't he's not one of the owner okay. like creators of it. But um the owners of it have been on um a couple different talk shows. The baked brownie was chosen as one of Oprah's favorite things. Oh. And then um Matt um, who's a super cute, hipster, maybe Jewish, maybe Italian, like everything I love kind of little boy. <laughs> uh,
0: Wait, yeah, did my... we actually say that's a cookbook? We were saying it's the. Oh,
1: well, this is, I'm just talking about the guys right yes. now. They oh, are got from it. This bakery called Baked in um, Brooklyn, which I'm sure is uh, all you New Yorkers are like, oh, this is old news. But they have a fantastic cookbook out called Baked. Uh, New frontiers in baking, mm. and I picked it up uh, just because I liked the design of it. It was at it was actually at Crate and Barrel, and I was like, "Oh, this is a beautiful book." And I picked it up cheerily because. And then I was like, "Oh, baked! Oh, I remember these guys when they were on Martha." And uh-huh. and then I start looking through it, and it's super cute design on the inside. Everything's kind of like kitschy, like woodland animals and. Um, deer and uh i don't i don't know how to describe that aesthetic but it's but it's that kind of aesthetic of like like the cute like coasters that we like that Mm -hmm. will have like a pheasant on them and like you know kind of woodland-esque kind of 70s yeah you know anyway um so i bought the cookbook kind of just like on looks alone i have to tell you uh i like to bake but i this cookbook more than any other cookbook save some of my Ina garden ones, I've made already in like the six months I've had it, I've made like seven things out of it. Wow. And every single thing I've made has been amazing.
0: Now, is that where your birthday cake came from?
1: My birthday cake came from here. so i I posted pictures of that a, a long while ago. It was called a red hot velvet cake. So because it was a red velvet cake, but then this the icing was a cinnamon buttercream. Come on. And then it was garnished with uh, Red Hots. love it. And they have a lot of like kind of candy-inspired layer cakes. And it's all kind of like old-fashioned layer cake and bake sale kind of stuff. I love it. So um, there's like a lemon head cake. It's like lemon with lemon curd and then a lemon buttercream. And then you garnish it with lemon heads. And there's a Whopper cake that has Ooh, malted.
0: That sounds good.
1: Yeah, there's lots of really, really good things. Um, I there is there I made their lemon loaf a lot. Um, this past fall for a friend of ours who was like, was going through a tough time, but I knew he loved lemon things. I made a bunch mm. I made like more than once made a batch of that for him. They have banana espresso chocolate chip muffins, Ooh. which are not were not sweet. They were like, a like a true muffin. It didn't taste like a cupcake. It was like, this is actually breakfast bread, like,
0: are you making those for when I come and stay over at your house next week?
1: I would I I will send you a list of things in here and you can decide what you'd like. Ooh, I just
0: the menu. <laughs> week,
1: this week I made pumpkin chocolate chip loaf. Ooh. So good and easy and seasonal. like seasonal. And e- totally. I was like I was feeling it cuz it was seasonal and and I love like they they're one of those really well written cookbooks that have like little hints on the side and it's like one of the reasons we love this is you don't have to use your stand mixer and i was like huh and it was a total just easy quick bread bread. that all i needed was a like a whisk everything could be whisked
0: i love a quick bread in general everything in one bowl put it in a loaf pan done
1: absolutely and they've got a lot of like really interesting crisps and slumps and there's and there's a a whole bunch of brownie stuff and and then they have some cocktails. And one of the things they're famous for at their um, at their place or at their bakery are chocolate stout milkshakes. Oh. Yeah, wow. a milkshake with chocolate stout beer in it.
0: That's probably the only way I would have chocolate stout beer because I don't really like it as its own thing. I don't like stouts. But in a milkshake format, I think I could handle it.
1: And another thing I made of theirs was their banana pecan Pilioncello ice cream which I think I was making the last time you were here.
0: Yes, we had some banana issues. We had
1: some banana issues. I made it that I have some in the freezer though from the second batch when I made it correctly. Yes. Good.
0: Oh, nice.
1: So anyway, it's a really great cookbook if you're a baker um or if you have a baker in your life, it's a good thing. And I think also if you're just kind of someone who enjoys kind of a cute like hipster uh kind of a grown-up You know what it's like it's like anthropology i was gonna say it's a grown-up urban outfitters kind of um aesthetic it's a little bit kind of anthropology yeah Yeah, i think
0: that's a good description super
1: cute the sweet and salty cake come on i'm just looking at it right now it's like a chocolate layer cake with uh, with this yummy milk chocolate stuff with sea salt sprinkled on top of it
0: oh yum (laughs) So well, good. I'm assuming they have it on Amazon. So I'll put a link Facebook. on the Facebook page on com so you can go to uh, Amazon and get it. I'll put it in the How Much Do We Love store.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a good cookbook, and I know I know we've got a lot of a lot of great uh, chefs and bakers out there, and um.
0: It also sounds like it could be a great holiday gift.
1: Absolutely, my friend Emma, who's in the show with me, is a big baker, and she keeps bringing things in. And every time she brings something in, I'm like, "I, I need to loan you this cookbook." And then finally, I was like, "You need to ask your mom to give you this for Hanukkah because I think you're going <laughs> to love this cookbook."
0: I thought you were going to say you decided you would get it for her.
1: I've thought about it, but we're not but then that. Then you're good
0: like, I don't know you that well.
1: It's a very <laughs> big cast. There's 19 people. I, I was going to be this.
0: surprised if you did.
1: Well, if I were making twice as much money as I am right now, I probably would have <laughs> just given her my copy or something.
0: Well, okay. Our last How Much Do We Love is also a sweet um, item. How much yeah. do we love Swedish fish? It's I also a that. swede item. <laughs> That's what I
1: sweet item.
0: Now, does everyone know what those are? It's the delicious candy in the shape of a fish, and it's kind of gummy and chewy. It's not so much like a gummy.
1: It's kind of waxy. It's got some substance to it.
0: Yeah, it's it's a it's a, a denser chew. But they're shaped like fish. They come in different. Sometimes they're all red. Sometimes there are multicolors, And when they're multicolored, they're what red, orange, yellow, and green traditionally.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Delicious. I am
1: eating some right now. If you're wondering what oh, that sound is,
0: they're so good. And I, my mom and I, when I was a little kid, and maybe I'm if, if I'm remembering this incorrectly, I'm sure she'll let me know. But we used to go to the mall like you do when you're a little kid with your mom. And one of the department stores had a candy counter. Mm -hmm. And we would get a little bag, like the little white wax paper bag, like a a bakery bag with a little scoop of Swedish fish. And also um, those sort of gummy, they look, they're shaped like a kind of like a raspberry. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about? It's kind of the same texture. We would also sometimes get some of those in the same bag. And that was a total nostalgia thing for me, but that is still one of my favorite candies but well, i
1: like the ones that you get from a candy counter because they're like full-size swedish fish the ones that you buy when you buy the little packet like i just got these at 7-eleven Oh, in the, the yellow home. with the pattern they're a little bit they're a little bit smaller
0: i don't i like those too i like them in all forms really. i like them all
1: but i prefer the big ones
0: and then they also usually have them in any yeah, anywhere where they sell bulk candy like at the movie theaters or even in the little chunk in the grocery store sometimes where mm-hmm. they have like the Brock's.
1: The Brock's pick-a-mix.
0: Pick-a-mix. They will often have them there. But what Remember that
1: I always like the pick-a-mix. You could put a penny in and just take one piece as you were shopping.
0: That's remember nice. that there
1: was like a little honor system change thing in the, in the center of it where you could just drop a penny?
0: Hmm. I think I remember that. I don't know that I ever did that.
1: My grandma always just took a caramel.
0: They, and they always had those caramel bullseyes.
1: And then you know what they also had that I hated. My mom loves these though. So. They're kind of like look like a Neapolitan ice cream licorice type All thing. sorts. But it's a coconut thing.
0: Yes, it's part of the licorice allsort family.
1: Pink and white. Oh, and I love brownies. those. <laughs>
0: it's licorice and delicious candy. That's a big favorite of Jungle Marge. She loves. That's kind of a grown-up I feel
1: like maybe if I tried it now as a grown-up, I might love it. But as a little kid, I was like, no.
0: Yeah, that's true. They didn't—they didn't have that at the Seven Eleven. You—you had to get yeah. that at sort of the fancy candy store. I think they're more common in like England and other places. I feel like they're more common there.
1: But you know where else you can get Swedish fish?
0: Well, what I want to know—do they have yeah. them in Sweden?
1: And are they called fish?
0: Yeah, is it a thing there? So we would like to put the call out to Eric the Swede our old long-term listener. Now, I don't know if Eric actually still listens, but I'm hoping that he will hear this. He does every now and then pop onto the Facebook page. I think he's still around. So, Eric, what's the story with the Swedish fish? What are they called in Swedish? How do you pronounce it? We would like a little backstory. Are they popular? Yes. We would like to know.
1: Now, a reason I think that they actually have them in, in Sweden is because one of my favorite places to buy them at is Ikea.
0: That, well, they're called Swedish Fish. I mean, you one would think yeah. that they will have them there. But I'm, I'm curious as to their role in the sort of repertoire of Swedish candy. Mm-hmm. Where does it fit in the hierarchy?
1: Yeah, right. is it the most popular thing?
0: Is it an everyday? Is it a special occasion? Is it a, I don't know. And I would like to know what it's called and if it has a fancy Swedish name.
1: Yeah. Swedish names are always great
0: and probably also great when we try to pronounce them Yeah, probably funny funnier to the swedish people than to us <laughs> who hear us so the swedish fish i love it
1: yummy i'm in i'm enjoying this bag i'm glad i bought it they're
0: good and they're good when they're super fresh but i also like them when they're a little stale
1: i like them when they're a little stale they're big ones
0: because then you get more rah, of that kind rah, of like drooping. you kind of get that
1: crusty part and then yes. there's a chewy part.
0: There's the like bite them in half and then kind of mm-hmm. sort of like a beef jerky kind of a thing. Yep. But not that but I mean that sort of element of like biting and then ripping. Enjoyable. Chewy.
1: Yep.
0: I like the Swedish fish. So, let's recap. We
1: um we love the we love the fall TV.
0: Except we don't we're not sure what we love yet.
1: We're not we're sure what we love, but the prospects.
0: We like the idea of the fall TV.
1: Um we love, uh, we love the Top Chef just we desserts like for sure. We do like Top
0: Chef just desserts.
1: That's a new one.
0: We love the baked cookbook. Baked
1: cookbook, baked new frontiers in in baking, by Matt Lewis and Renato Poli Oh I Sure,
0: love, yeah, I love him. And we love the Swedish fish. And we're gonna we're gonna wait for some input from Eric the Swede um, oh. for some. We could look it up online, but we'd rather hear it straight from the straight from the, the sweet's mouth, speed's mouth. Mm-hmm. um and very it. i think that's that's that'll do it
1: now sarah's coming to see me in a little bit so we're hoping to get some
0: maybe we'll get a little video
1: some more videos we might get an attempt to revisit leg avenue
0: you guys remember when we got kicked out of the halloween store last year it's that time again so we may we're going to we, push our limits. We may see what we can do. I might chicken out. I don't know. But we'll we'll come up with something for you. So stay tuned. And yeah. uh we'll see you next time and how much do we love.
1: Bye everybody.